The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form with animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. Hey guys, your favourite podcast is just seconds away, but what if you could listen to it without worrying about using data? Got an offer for you right now. Uh, if you go to ilovedata.com.au, you're going to get 50 gigs of data for only $59.95 a month. There's no contracts. There's no catches. It's ilovedata.com.au. Open that up on your browser now, and let's get into the podcast. Tonight, Rugby League's latest drama as the officers of four prominent player managers are raided. We'll find out shortly. Matty Burke will join us to talk rugby as the All Blacks take aim at a world record. Richard Friedman is here, which means we'll talk Cox Plate and good news for Australia. Test cricket side. Welcome to the Rush yes, Hour. As said, we'll find out why shortly. That would be the correct English. Sometimes, Richard Friedman, I wish we weren't a sports show because I could talk about Gable Tosti for an hour now that the case is done. <laughs> Hello to you. Danny boy, I've been watching that case as well. I don't know. He doesn't look any good to me. You wouldn't you wouldn't want your daughter dating him, would you? No. I heard some I've read some of those those quotes the from the recordings and it all doesn't look very normal to me. How are you? I'm well, and you? Going all right. That's good. Going we've good. got Cox Plate coming up. We've got stories and scandals out of rugby league. We've got Wallabies playing All Blacks. It's all on. Oh, I, we're going to have Maddie on later. I said this yesterday or the day before. At some point, we've got to actually say, this All Black side's pretty good. We can't keep starting conversations with, geez, why do the Wallabies, why are they no good, the Wallabies? Yeah. Maybe at some point we, we should acknowledge that this is the best team you know, one of the best teams world sport has ever seen. We are the Washington Generals, <laughs> oh, no, and, and they come are the Harlem Globetrotters, <laughs> and that is how it will go. And that is how it has gone for the last decade. All right, this is uh, Maddie's coming up in about 25, 30 minutes. Uh, this is the Rush Hour. We're going to find out exactly why the officers of uh, four prominent player managers were raided. By the way, NBL, geez, we've got it all covered. Sydney Kings are playing the New Zealand Breakers. Kings lead 39-24. More after this. The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form with animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. Triple M, this is the Rush Hour and Rugby League, the gift that keeps on giving. Who would have thought, uh, well, well, you know what, if, we, if we ever investigations and raids were going to happen, it probably would be in rugby league. And I think the question, Richard Friedman, is why? Why did police raid four uh, prominent player managers' offices all at once? So it was obviously an orchestrated move. Yeah. Well, they'd have to have very good reason for it. They have to get the right to enter those premises unless you allow them to do so. They'd have to get a warrant, which means they'd have to convince a judge that there was good good reason to do it, uh, they're looking for something fraudulent, one can only think. They're looking for something that, that they can penalise criminally rather than civilly. Well, let's find out exactly what the story is. Brent Reed, our man from uh, The Australian and obviously Triple M NRL. Hello, Reedy. Hello, boys. Okay, why? Why? Well, Dan, the sense from talking to the agents today, the sense I get is they think the police are actually not looking to get them, they're looking to get the officials who are at the centre of this. So the accusations, obviously, of fraud, of dodgy uh, invoices and all that sort of stuff. Sorry, this is, a pa- this is a Parramatta, or I should... This is a Parramatta. Right. The officials who are at Parramatta, who are uh, in the main, of, well, have all now left the club, and they're all, they're all the subject of an of a ongoing police investigation to fraud. And the sense I get from the agents today is what they were doing was getting the contractual details related to the players who received the dodgy payments, and the only way you can get them 
you get them from the club, obviously, but you also get them from the agents. And obviously, they then correlate the two contracts, make sure they're, they're the same or different. But certainly at this stage, the agents I spoke to today, they were saying it wasn't about them. It was about getting the information to use against um, the, the officials who are the subject of this investigation, yeah. this police investigation. I, I guess that's what the police would tell them too. Exactly, Is, yeah. is that, you know, oh, we're not looking at you, mate, but yeah. you... I don't know that you could trust that 100%. You know, they, they look at everything, and if they find evidence to implicate the agent, they'll certainly act on that. And who knows where it'll go, Brent, because if they get evidence to say that maybe there's some sort of taxation issue with the ATO, uh, they might hand that information on. Who knows where it'll lead? Well, that's exactly right. I mean, you know, it's... Oh, sorry, I've got to... Go, I'm on the phone doing an interview. <laughs> okay, wait. wait. I'm on, Sorry, boys. Um, <laughs> the trials are working from home. Yeah, there's no doubt, Richard, that if they happen to uncover something, and look, the NRL's got a very good relationship with the police now. It wasn't so good 18 months ago, but the last 12 to 18 months, that relationship's built considerably. Now, if the police turn over something and decide they'll hand that over to the NRL, then who knows where it'll be? Because the NRL has an investigation that's ongoing into the agents right now, and the talkers of that may come down next week. So, you know, if the police decide to hand something over that they find that strengthens, strengthens the NRL case, certainly that could operate against the agents as well. Hypothetical. Let's say they find out through these raids, through these investigations, that, yes, the officials have been dodgy, well, they're wiped out of the game anyway, uh, and that players were in on this. They knew that they were getting illegal payments. Do you think the NRL would take action? Dan, I think we saw from the Melbourne Storm that the players tend to get away with their scot-free. Um, it's very hard to implicate a player, and I don't think the NRL particularly wants to, to catch a player out because that just damages their product. So I'd be stunned if any players okay. uh, mm. get sanctioned as a result of this. I just don't think that'll happen. That's interesting, isn't it? Because if it was a taxation department, you know, investigating you, your agent is your your accountant, mm. well, they're not going to be the ones that get penalised ultimately by the ATO. It's going to be you, and you can't plead ignorance. I mean, it, but it's, it's totally different with the players, isn't it? Well, that's exactly right. I mean, as I said, with, you know, the storm, the blokes getting boats, and no one went down for that. So, yeah. you know, I'd be stunned if a player went down over this. I just don't think that'll happen. But certainly I, I'd be surprised if some agents don't find themselves at least in the NRL's crosshairs over what's happened in Parramatta. All right. Well, good work, Reedy. Good reporting. Not such good parenting, but good reporting. <laughs> At least it's better than the time I left my kid in the bath there and he cut his lip. Just one question, Reedy, before you go. Did the police act on warrants, or were they just did they just present themselves and were allowed to and the and the agents cooperated? No, no my understanding was they had documentation that right. um, that they had that allowed them to get access to the information that they needed, and the indication is that information is strictly related. The players were at Parramatta during the time when the alleged rorts were going on. Okay, beautiful. Thank you, Reedy. Cheers, boys. That's Brent Reed joining us uh, from the Australian and Triple M NRL. So there we go. More after this. Uh, Rush Hour, Triple M. Guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We did mention at the start of the show that we've been handed an incredible deal from Ovo Mobile. So if you switch to Ovo Data Sim, you're going to get 50 gig for $59.95 on 4G. And this is going to change how you enjoy listening to music, video, sport, all the stuff you do on your mobile device with nothing more than a new SIM. And get this just for you for listening right now. Ovo will give you the first month at half price. Let's do some math. Let's work that out. A whole month to enjoy 50 gig on 4G for just $29.95, then $59.95 after that.
So there's no contract and OVO will instantly upgrade your plan to any better offers they release as part of their more for fans promise. And with 50 gig, you can afford to catch up with us more often. Open your browser now and get on at ilovedata.com.au. 50 gig for 59.95 on 4G and then half price for the first month. ilovedata.com.au. Now let's get back to the show. There's a big event the West's Tigers are holding. It's the All Hallows' Eve Charity Ball held Saturday 29th of October, so Saturday week, at the Dockside Pavilion on Darling Harbour. It's a gala evening which will uh, support Beyond Blue, which does uh, great work in raising awareness and reducing the stigma surrounding mental health. It's a black tie event, uh, premium food, uh, big entertainment. Tickets, 220 bucks. Uh, includes a three-course meal, four-and-a-half-hour beverage package and premium entertainment. Tables of 10 can be purchased for just a couple of grand. Check out, I gather, the West Tigers website for more. Not a bad room, that, either. I've been to a a gig there. The Dockside Pavilion? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was all right. You hosted? No. Oh, it's just a punter. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Speaking of punting, is Winx the certainty that it's being made out for the Cox Plate? No, I don't think Winx is a certainty, but I think she'll win. And I think she's the best horse in the country, and I think she'll prove it again. But she's got serious opposition from Hartnell. And a lot of times when these match races are promoted as a two-horse war, there have been many, many times when something has come from the clouds and uh, really spoiled the party. Has Winx uh, unbeaten, obviously, during this uh, yep. spring? 12 in a row she's won. But in this spring, the wins, have, the, wings have been, the wins have been solid. I mean, you know, you keep yeah. winning. You can only beat your opposition, but have uh, uh, do you think there's plenty left in the tank? Or well, perhaps maybe not quite as red hot as last year? She's she's older now. Like, she she's a mature mare now, and they get smart. They know they only have to win by so much. You know, racehorses, when they're young, they'll just run as fast as they can and win by as far as they can. But when they get older, they get a bit smarter. They figure out that, you know, oh, yeah, I want to win, but... I don't have to beat horse. Him. Yeah, the smart ones. A horse doesn't know where the finish line is, do they? Too right, they do. What? Yeah, yeah, the so smart ones do. So they can see do. the post 150 they metres out. They know exactly right. where that I'm post go is. I'm going to go like the clappers until I get to that post. They know. I'm telling you, I, you see horses that lose the rider, they position themselves in the race and pull themselves out and come home and win, and then they'll pull up over the line. <laughs> they know what's going on. Okay, all right. And she knows what's going on. So don't expect her to win by big margins. Just expect her to do enough, and that's what she's doing. Okay, dollar eighty with Sportsbet and Hartnell $3.50. Uh, now time for this. Now on the Rush Hour. Oh, 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 oh. When commentators lose their shit. Robinho. Spinning through Higuain. This is right. The shot is at! Nestles home! Break out the champagne! The The trophy belongs to Real Madrid, and it's Reyes again! The substitution by Don Fabio appears dividends! (laughs) Braver than a Manador in high heels in a pink tutu! (laughs) Capello! Braver than a bullfighter with no knickers on! Oh, man, is there going to be some loving going on tonight in the bedrooms of Madrid? Nine months from now, maybe a few Mamadous popping out. And it's a good name, Phil. I like it. 
It's just an effect that you're saying I know, this horse. You, okay. you, I don't like the shooting. All right. Uh, time to do a sports update. Tyres and more. Your local tyre store. Right now. This is the Triple M Rush Hour. Live. Sports update. And what you just heard, ladies and gentlemen, was Phil. Because we had to talk while uh, the right audio <laughs> was being put in. <laughs> because of our new sponsor, Tyres and more. Uh, who bring us the sports update. We wanted to play the right opener. I'm tipping there into tyres. Hu- and more. A huge boost for Australia ahead of the first cricket test against South Africa in a fortnight. Yes, t- this is smart by Cricket Australia. Not that this is the subject here, but they're starting the test series the day after Melbourne Cup. And that's the best day to do it because after the Cup, yeah. I know there's Oaks and I know there's uh, the final yeah. day, but... That's the put after Melbourne Cup. I reckon Australia is ready for some cricket. They might wish they started on Melbourne Cup day the way we're playing. Uh, Mitchell Stark says he is available for New South Wales next week. His leg recovering after he slipped into a metal plate during a fielding drill a few weeks ago. So if he's available for the Blues, that means he should be available See, for Australia. That astounds me. Why would there be a metal plate anywhere well, where elite athletes are doing a bottom of the drill? stumps? So you know how the, the, the stumps are held up, the, the metal stumps. Right. Obviously, it must have been tipped over, and he's gone straight into it. A frantic last day at the AFL trade period, and this is what happened. Richmond's Brett Deledio is off to the GWS Giants. Uh, Hawthorne got their man, finally landing Gold Coast Jager O'Meara in an exchange for draft picks. Collingwood's Travis Cloak will play for the champions, the Western Bulldogs. And Carlton's Bryce Gibbs will stay at the Blues. A deal could not be done with Adelaide. There you go. Now, I reckon Hawthorne have been pretty smart through this trade period. They've offloaded a couple of old champions who, who are probably well past their best. They've got draft picks and they've picked up a young player there and they've picked up a couple of beauties. The genius of the AFL is they have found a way to keep their sport relevant after the season. That's Don't tell me this whole trade thing isn't all about keeping it in the news for two weeks. Mate. Making it top of mind, making it a year. Then you've got the draft coming up. Then you've got pre-season. It's all about making it a year-long news sport. It's that, That's for the other states. In Melbourne, it's never out of the news. It is never, ever I, out of their I, news. I, but this now solidifies that it is the top story in sport in Melbourne and Adelaide and WA all through October. Mm. I know what you're saying, yeah. but they'll find any excuse, but... It's genius. Uh, Sydney Kings leading New Zealand Breakers 48-38 in New Zealand. That's in the first half of the NBL game across the ditch. And in league news, Cam Munster was involved in a scooter accident in Bali. Along with the youngster Joe Stimson, the pair appear to have avoided serious injury. However, Munster's face apparently looks like it's been attacked by a cat. What are they doing on scooters in Bali? Really and truly. Young men. I mean, how many warnings do people need to have? Don't ride those bikes in Bali. 
This is the Rush Hour. That was a sports update for Ties and more. Matty Burke is going to talk rugby with us short. The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form. With animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips, courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. Ah, uh, yes, Triple M. This is the Rush Hour. Uh, by the way, you are locking in winks for the Cox Plate. Yeah, I think she'll win. Okay, very good. Matty Burke from Channel 10, welcome aboard. Daniel, sir, how are you? I'm sorry for the Wallabies. I'm sorry that was such a short intro. I know they caught you on the hop, but I don't think you need any introduction. I think you're one of those rare uh, people that would just say the name and everyone knows who you are. There you go, mate. I love that. That's uh, that's fantastic, mate. I was going to say, I hope that uh, song, that previous song, wasn't for the Wallabies. I'm a loser, baby. So (laughs) (laughs) what did you kill me? Oh, man. Well, that's what's going to happen, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Rich. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's. Uh, I, I tried to explain it to someone the other day about they're sort of ruining Test rugby at the moment. You know, the old eighteen twelve game where it's uh, you know it's um, maybe two tries to one. It's just been blown out of the water. This bloke's scoring an average of about seven tries a game. They got bonus points all through that uh, rugby championship. They're going for eighteen in a row, world championship, uh, world record, and they're at home. We haven't won there in thirty years, so it's like it's stacking against us. Um, but you know they. There's still hope. There's, I mean, it's a, it's a two-horse race. It's just a longer odds. But hang on, let's see, this is what the point I want to get to, is that last week or two weeks ago, they lose their halfback because of his, you know, airport yep. activities. Yep. They go to South Africa, they win 57 to 15. This is, how, yeah. this is how much better than the rest of the world they are. Should we not be celebrating this team? Shouldn't rugby be banding together and say, you know what, this might be the greatest team in world sport right now. Let's actually yep. embrace this. Instead of just worrying about Australia losing every time or the Springboks losing, we got something which may never be repeated. The All Blacks are the, you know, they've been the best team in world rugby for God knows how long, but they're at a level yep. now which we actually should be celebrating. And they, and they just keep... And, and the thing about it is, Dan, they, they just keep elevating that level. You know, it, I think everybody... That first test in Sydney when they lost 700 caps, you know, McCaw, Carter, Nonu, and blah, blah, blah. And we all thought, well, we'll have a chance here. We're, we're, we're a show... And it was 42-8, I think it was, and they scored, you know, sort of seven tries. Um, this, this team's uh, exceptional. You know, the, the guys that they did lose, as I said uh, a, a second ago, those that have stepped in, like Bowden Barrett, He's just playing out of his skin. He's just got that much confidence at the moment. Um, you know, supported by, you know, 14 other blokes who can do their job incredibly well. But you're right, though. Um, you know, they, they are just head and shoulders above anyone or any team at the moment. And, um, you know, they, they had the run a couple of years ago, <clears throat> pardon me, where they were 17, and our blokes drew with them uh, up in Brisbane to deny them that mm. record. So 18's the mark. And, uh, look, I think they'll get on the weekend, and they'll do it quite easily. I mean... Our blokes will show some resistance, um, but uh, they'll 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 get the job done. Last seventy tests, yeah, three defeats, yeah. two draws. Oh, I know, it's <laughs> it's bizarre. It's bad. They've got a better just, anthem yeah. than ours, and they've got the harker, and they've they've got it all happening. <laughs> I, I just, I how long say, will it be, say, boys? I was going to say before we jump in there, Rich. I was going to say uh, there's no uh, no one can get a memorabilia deal over there because they're all too good. There, it's just like there's no individuals <laughs> that are standing out. They're all yeah. too good. It's bizarre. I think there should be studies done, and I'm quite serious about this. This is a nation with, what, four million people? No, 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 I'm actually being serious about this. No, 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 you're spot on, mate. Four million people. How is it that a nation of four million people up against Australia, South Africa, big nation, all the teams in Europe, how can this team be the best team in the world for 30 years? You know, aside from the the Rod McQueen era and England's little run in 2003, how is this little nation the greatest over such a long span? Well, I, I can... 
I think I can say that, that Australia is excused from that because it's probably our third, if not fourth ranked rug, uh, football code at the moment. Yeah. But there's no excuse for South Africa. I mean, right. that is, there's no excuse for them. Yeah. England. That's, a, that's their national game. Correct. I know it's not England's national game, but it is. They've got 50 million people. Uh, yeah, you would think that at some point that these nations would have had a run at number one. Anyway, uh, what time's the cover? <laughs> I, I gather 10's all over this. You, oh, yeah, I know 10's yeah. all over we're, this. We're, what time does the coverage start? 5.30. Uh, you can join us for the game. So um, get ready for the Harker kickoff. Uh, oh, look, it's going to be great. You know, like it's, it's, a, it's another spectacle over there. Uh, and as you said, Dan... Um, you know, per capita, that, that's all they play over there. You know, Richard McCaw came out this week, and he's got a, he's got a movie coming out of documenting his life. Like I know it's, had, it's been <laughs> on, it's been advertised on Foxtel about seven hundred times. This is the problem. This is the problem with ba- I watch a lot of NFL and baseball on ESPN. They have three bloody ads, and they rotate them all the time. Come on, ESPN, you're a worldwide company. Let's have some more ads. Anyway, that editorial yeah. aside, continue. Yeah, well, I, uh, yeah. I find myself oh, singing their anthem. Well, that's because you're a traitor. No, 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 not a traitor. It's just a better song. It is. It's not that much better. No, no, it's good. <laughs> okay. I sing the, it in Maori too. It's got the double version. Yeah, it's got, it's got the double <laughs> banger. You're exactly right. So, right. But I was going to say, though, yeah, Richie McCaw came out the other week and said, like, yeah, rugby's the only game in New Zealand. Yeah, rugby league's there. But yeah. it's a small, yeah. small minority. I think those blokes who played rugby league probably want to play for the All Blacks first. You know, yeah. I mean, oh, that's a broad yeah. statement. But Every everybody kid. plays. Every yeah. kid in New Zealand wants to be an All Black. Yeah. Every yeah. single one of them. Thought. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, uh, he's tipping the All Blacks, but uh, we expect. Do we expect Australia to put up some resistance? Oh yeah, I mean, hundred percent. Yeah, I thought they, they were they were good last week uh, or better last week against Argentina. You know, uh, Lapeni Tamani was was big and strong, and that's what they need. They just need blokes to forget about playing the black jersey and just rip in. You know, just just make. Make people hurt. It's a simple thing. I mean, <laughs> this is coming from a fullback, by the way, who uh, never really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you but blokes, you just start making them hurt. <laughs> wouldn't it be great <laughs> exactly if Czech? Right. Wouldn't it be great if Czech in the dressing room five minutes before the game? He says, "Right, boys, we're going to lose <laughs> the game, but I'll tell you something: we're not going to lose the fight. We're going to go down <laughs> swinging." Absolutely. <laughs> Thank well, you, Berkey. Matty Burke joining us uh, on the rush hour. He's a great fella. More after this. The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form. With animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips, courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. Uh, yes, and we do it for Sportsbet's racing form this week. Tomorrow in your chair, Richard, will be the great Mark Bosnich. Ah, the Boz. I love the real Boz. Tires and more. Your local tyre store. Right now. This is the Triple M Rush Hour. Live. Sports update. The real boss as opposed to what, the fake boss? No, I think that's his Twitter handle. Oh, the real bozzer, that's it. Uh, Barcelona has really rubbed former manager Pep Guardiola's nose in it with a 4-0 thumping over Pep's 10-man Man City in the Champions League. Sydney FC is still yet to concede a goal this season after their clinical 3-0 win over a gallant Canberra Olympic in the semis of the FFA Cup. I had my lowest moment in my gambling career last night, Richard. I actually had money on that game. Oh, really? Oh, dear. I had Sydney FC to win 3-0 and it got up. Not much, but... No, you know, how is that a low you moment? Know you know, because it's you watching a game involving Canberra Olympic pacing up and down because you're worried about a late goal. Let me tell you, that's a low moment. Gamble responsibly. In cricket, England is playing Bangladesh <laughs> in a test. Uh, England, you wouldn't believe this, they're playing the bangers. They were 3 for 21 on the opening morning. Uh, the latest score we have, 
Five for 128 against Bangladesh. Oh, fantastic. Why do they do that against Bangladesh and then they play us? And they uh, play in the NBL, the Sydney Kings are handily in front. The scores has gone off my screen here against the New Zealand Breakers. This is a game still in progress. 72-62 in the third quarter. And the Cleveland Indians are the first team through to Baseball's World Series. That's a sports update for tyres and more. We're going to come back. We're going to play you Billy Slater's Gatorade ad from Mexico. It's the Rush Hour. The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form. With animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips, courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. Yeah, Triple M Sportsbet's racing form bring us the show this week. Let me play this for you, Richard. Uh, I don't understand the context, but Billy Slater has a Gatorade ad in Mexican. So here he is running around. He's got the football in his hand and he's running around people and, and this is it. Lo que te convierte en héroe. Es tu insaciable set de power. So it's in Spanish. Laura, Laura, Laura. Powerade Ion Four. Yeah. Yeah, Formulado para visual, recuperar cuatro de los iones que pierdes al sudar. Powerade. Hidratando con power a los deportistas. There we go. Right. So he's in a non. It's not like he's in a Melbourne. St- you, he's generic footballer. I suppose that, that any ad you're trying to attract attention to it, and you know another Powerade ad. Who cares? Right? Who listens to them? But if some guy's doing it in Spanish while Billy Slater runs around, you, you're thinking, what's this about? Then they've got you. Okay. Right. So there we go. There's B- Billy Slater has made it. Well, they promised that if uh, you are in, if you played Super League, you'd be a household name in China. Well, not quite, but Billy Slater might be a household name. <laughs> in, um, yeah, his commentary is going well, by the way. Yep. You know why? Because he tells he's honest now. Says it like it is. Says it like it is. Doesn't care who he offends. We've got to go. Ugly Phil next. Thank you, Richard. The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form. With animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips, courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly.